0: I'd like to ask the candidates, what would you do to protect the environment of the people living near Dublin Bay? Because they seem to be running Dublin Bay down with that incinerator and Dublin port dumping in the bay.
1: Okay, Aon, I'll start with you on that one.
2: Yeah, I I think there's been a a lot of um, concern about Dublin Bay over the last period of time, and justifiably so. We seem to have moved on from the issue of the infill of the 52 acres to to other concerns, Um, and certainly the the issue further down the coast has has raised concerns recently as well. I know Donna Cooney was was heavily involved in that too. I, I certainly believe that in terms of that amenity, um, Dublin City Council have an awful lot to to, uh, to be tackled about because we've gone from a situation where we had to block their proposal for a very high flood defence in 2011 to a situation there most recently where they have a flood wall proposal and all the while they seem to be incapable of having a proper liaison communication with the local community as to what the long term plans are. It's a beautiful amenity, it's something that's internationally renowned and certainly I've feel that uh, we have to constantly protect it. But I think Dublin City Council and other agencies need to be on board with communities and not, to be honest, we have the perception of working against them. Okay. And, uh, Michal Macdonogha, uh, Sinn Féin, maybe you'd
1: take that question as well? Yeah, well, I think the, this, the incinerator uh, was mentioned, and I, I think that's one of the greatest scandals that has happened in Dublin in decades. The amount of money that has been poured into that project already without a brick being laid and this has been done against the democratic wishes of the elected councillors on Dublin City Council, and it's a prime example of how local government has been deprived of democratic powers, and that's essential when we're trying to protect our environment, and also when we're trying to ensure that communities are involved in decision making. The, the issue of the, the flood defences in Clontarf, so, so much of that could have been avoided if we would had proper community consultation, proper accountability, but that is totally lacking, and under this government and the previous government the democratic powers of local government and of communities have been eroded I mean I can also also point to the disgraceful privatisation of uh, the waste service in Dublin City Council again against the express wishes of the democratic elected representatives Okay Michal and uh, Donna Cooney what's the Green Party's view on, on this?
0: Well, uh, that's a huge issue. I mean, it's something I've been, myself been working on uh, with Love Dublin Bay, and um, I set up a stand uh, uh, collecting signatures uh, to stop the dumping. Well, first of all, it started off with a planning application, went through Dublin City Council uh, for Dublin Ports Company's uh, uh, redevelopment, uh, which includes um, dredging and dumping um, for six to ten years continuously which um, I believe will destroy our bay and actually change the whole um, tidal pattern and has the potential to erode uh, Bull Island and also then to, ter- to put all that silt back up in Sutton. It's a huge, huge issue and we got very little uh, attention to it. Um, only myself and a few campaigners and the usual stalwarts, um, Deirdre Tobin from, from the Clintarvres Association, somebody from Sandy Mance, were sitting there with no expert knowledge, just on our own resources. Sitting there at an oral hearing, that was in 2014, and from that went on to all the various stages, um, um, where it's at a dumping at sea um, now. It's with the EPA, who rightly saw what I had stated was that it was an inadequate environmental impact statement. It's going to have devastation. It's a World ESCO Site, but we also have the incinerator, and we have like the minister for the environment basically taking off. Uh, a levy on um, on uh, waste at, at source from the packaging and now we're we're looking at a charge for recycling from the ordinary consumer and that's in order to create as much waste as possible to burn in this incinerator because at the moment we are committed to putting so much waste in that incinerator that we don't actually produce that much waste so there's no incentive to reduce and uh, recycle, it's only to burn, burn, burn and the reason Dublin Poor Company probably want to expand is so that they can import waste so we can burn it in our capital city and we'll all breathe it in So, and uh, they'll be cooling all this uh, talk uh, this as well uh, in the sea and there's very little being done about it and the Minister for Environment is actually facilitating which I think is shocking.
1: Okay, thanks uh, Donna. Uh, Finney McGrath
3: yeah, just as a, as, a, as a City Councillor in 1999 and as somebody who was endorsed by the late and great Sean Dublin Bay Loftus, uh, Dublin Bay is a huge uh, local amenity. I've been involved in many campaigns, particularly in relation to the 52 acres, uh, infill issue because we have to be vigilant uh, above, uh, to keep a close eye on Dublin Port. The recent issue is, of course, the huge row about the seawall. This was a scandal because it was very, very damaging to the local environment. There was no consultation with local residents. At the moment, I'm working for a solution. The final thing I'd say about Dublin Bay, it's a huge local amen- amenity, huge potential there for tourism, for walkers. It's a fantastic nature reserve, but we have to be vigilant because there are elements of Irish society, including the Dublin Port and Dublin City Council, have other, op- have other plans for our bay, and we need to protect our bay.
1: Uh, thanks, Philip. I'll just uh, finish on this one here with uh, Councillor Michael O'Brien.
4: Following on for that, I sit on the Environment Special Policy Committee on Dublin City Council, and I can tell you that every second month when that meets, there's a running battle between most of the elected members and some of the the unelected members that sit on it and council officials uh, over the ongoing noise and pollution levels arising from the construction process. But the point has been made already that uh, they say that this uh, incinerator should have a 45-year uh, lifespan. It's predicated on getting a steady supply of waste, which by no means is guaranteed because the council, because of a court case that it lost, that doesn't have ownership over the waste that's given up uh, in, in du- the Dublin region, which includes the surrounding counties as well. And I, I've posed the question time and again about whether they even took into consideration the other uh, waste to energy incinerators that are in the, are in the pipeline for construction around the continent continent of Europe and beyond, because you could have a perverse situation in decades to come where waste itself becomes commodified and there'll be a competition and a price on, on waste between competing waste to energy incinerators across, across the world, and that's not where we want to go. Just the other point as well is that this whole debate isn't an isolation from the, the global warming, uh, the state of the environment, and we have to just uh, mark the disgraceful role of this government uh, at Taoiseach and the Kenny in the Paris conference last year, where he said on the one hand that he wanted binding targets uh, placed upon all nations, yet we have had a climate change bill go through the doll with no targets whatsoever. And of course, away from the microphone, they've been lobbying hard for, for no targets to be applied, on Ireland whatsoever. Thanks to the big agricultural lobby.
3: Okay, um, thanks, Michael.